Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Let's get to it because inflation is at a 40-year high. The latest numbers come in at 7.5% year over year. And now there's concerns of how many interest rate hikes are forthcoming. I want you to hear this clip from Atlanta Federal Reserve President Rafael Bostic. He tells Yahoo Finance seven's a high number, maybe not that many. Right now in my estimate, I've got three, but there's a lot of data that's going to come in. And I'm assuming that those other forecasts have thoughts about what's going to happen in terms of inflation and what's going to happen in terms of job growth. And that's going to inform how policy plays out. You know, what the long arc looks like, I, I think it's really hard to lean in too much on that at this stage. So Art, Luke, regardless, seven, five, three, time to buckle up and prepare for this. Yeah, I mean, that's you're seeing the market begin to take those pricing considerations into account. Every forecast we have, you know, the average from the Federal Open Market Committee is raising up this year and being somewhere around 1% by the end of the year, where you've got the market expectation is about 1.5% by the end of the year on rates. So we're definitely going to see rates rise this year. It's just who's more correct? Is the market more correct or is the federal guidance more correct? Mm -hmm. And most likely, the market is more correct because typically the market outperforms the guidance on those type of issues. So we'll see. But that's kind of why we've had a bumpy January this year. You know, it's kind of translating into what Luke and I talked about in our YouTube video, which was, you know, first half of this year is probably going to be pretty volatile. And as we go to the second half, it'll probably start being a more normal type of year. And unfortunately, that's what's been happening. We got a lot of volatility. Yeah, so historically the market does, I don't want to say bad, but it does rocky before the Fed raises rates. And then when the Fed comes out and raises rates, right, it's almost a positive. It's saying, okay, unemployment's really low, right? People are working. There's a lot of money in the economy. We need to actually slow down the economy because it's too hot. That could be almost a positive sign. I mean, all of our indicators we look at here at McPherson Financial Group that helps us determine our risk levels in our models they're all green. They're all positive, right? Housing's positive. Industrial production's positive. Retail sales is positive, right? I'll go down the list, but from an economic perspective, the United States is doing really well because the Fed has left rates unchanged for too long. Mm -hmm. There's never been this high of inflation with this low of unemployment without a federal funds rate. So we are, we as in the Fed, are behind the curve. So I've heard, you know, the CEO of J.P. Morgan saying maybe five to seven rate increases. You know, they keep kind of just bumping up their rate increase estimates as inflation keeps rising and the Fed doesn't do anything. So I think they need to raise rates next month. They also need to stop spending money and stop printing money. <laughs> well, good luck with that, because our right. president, Luke, says it doesn't cost us money when we do that, <laughs> even though inflation is here because of that. Right. And it's, it's taken a couple of years to actually feel all this inflation from all the PPP loans and the, the loans that went out that people who didn't need it, but they're forgiven. I mean, there's a lot of free money out there. Yeah. And free money makes things more expensive. Yeah. Well, look, let me ask you this, really? because <laughs> it, it, it seems like every week we have this conversation. Interest rates are up again and they're up again. Well, now this week we're at a 40 year high. And I know that, you know, maybe these interest rates, you know, increase is going to help that out a little bit. But at what point do we really start to be like, OK, now I'm freaking out? I don't know if there's a point like a percentage where you start freaking out. I think we start. I don't want to say we're going to freak out. Mark Owens might freak out <laughs> if, if interest rates rise for by the Fed, but inflation keeps going up. So that's going to be a concern. But we think when rates rise, 
right? It's going to cool off the housing market. It's going to make your mortgage more expensive. Your neighbor's not going to make 45% on their house they bought two years ago, right? Maybe they only make 35%, right? So things are going to start cooling off in the housing market when rates rise. Lending and credit's going to get more expensive, and that's going to help cool things down. I just We just don't want them to do it too fast, but currently they're doing it too slow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because you can put the brakes on the economy. I think the big hesitation was coming out of COVID. You know, you have a lot of weird things with COVID, and they were trying to let industry recover and let everything kind of get rolling. But because of all the extra money there, you know, things got recovering very well. And we had a little bit of a wealth effect happen. If you look at the way our job uh, and our wages, our wages have increased since 2017, higher than they have been in 30 years. So we've had a really great wage increase. And when there was very low inflation, people were having more money to spend. So it was kind of a perfect world. And if you looked, one of the things that Luke and I all look at a lot of times is discretionary spending. So that's the money after your house payment, your car payments, things like that. Back before 2008, 2009, the subprime mortgage meltdown, about uh, 15% of our budget was in debt on discretion. You know, So you buy a, a motorcycle on credit, a jet ski, a sailboat, things like that. Instead of just paying cash for it, you'd maybe finance it. Well, people cut that way back after 08 and 09. And when we went through COVID, they cut it way back again. So people have been very lean and mean with their budgets, mm-hmm. and that has allowed them to absorb the initial inflation impact. But if it continues like this, just like Luke's talking about, we're all going to start feeling it, and we're not going to have that extra money. 772-281-5223 to reach out to the team of the McPherson Financial Group. And let's talk about protecting some of those assets because, you know, retirees, they can quickly lose those life savings due to bankruptcy, creditors, a divorce, a lawsuit. But there was an article in Investopedia that talks about asset protection trust. And so apparently that's where you transfer for a portion of your assets into a trust that's run by an independent trustee, which puts them out of creditor's reach while the client can get distributions. I've never heard of this, an asset protection trust. Is this something that you recommend, Luke McCarty? It is if it's something the client needs, and not every client needs this, right? Because if you put your assets into this type of trust, you lose access to them. You cannot just go in and get a bunch of money out of it because it's locked up, it's creditor protected. It is an irrevocable trust. So if you're using that bucket of money for income and you're worried about a creditor or worried about, I mean, you can make up anything, right? You get in a car wreck or you have rental properties or you have someone suing you, right? Any scenario you can play out, right? The irrevocable trust is not accessible to them. So it helps in that event. It can hurt you if you actually want the money back out because once you put it in the irrevocable trust, you cannot get it back out. You can take an income stream say, you know, four or five percent, whatever you write up in the trust. So you can still get income out of it. You can still invest it, but it's irrevocable, meaning you cannot change it. So you have to be very careful. It has to be a a dire need or you have to be in a position where the ambulance chasers or I don't even mention their name, but every other commercial on TV, right? If some of those are after you for some reason, it makes sense for some, but you have to have quite a bit of assets to be able to give up some assets to do that. And there's other ways to do it. So like you can use annuity products are very protected. So you still have access to the principal. You still have access to income um, without having to give up ownership. So that can be a good way. There's there's all kinds of things that you can do to make things that are creditor proof or liability proof without having to give all the money away. So anytime you put money into a trust, if it's a revocable trust, that means you still have control. You still have access. You don't get credit protection there. So you don't get liability 
property protection there either. So you have to be careful with that. So we have lots of strategies. That's why we have Jessica Burgess working with us here at McPherson Financial Group to help our clients through those things. Sometimes people come in thinking they have to have a trust. Not always. You know, a lot of times you can just have a pour over will to make sure that anything that can't have a beneficiary is listed. But the big thing that people want to avoid typically is probate. So you want to make sure you have beneficiaries on your accounts and you have everything is listed and how you want it to go. And as long as you're able to put a beneficiary on it, usually you can avoid the need of a trust. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number a one. Today's show has been a work of art. 